Good evening to you all. It's time for me once again to say hello and welcome to the Salvation Meeting. Albeit a Salvation Meeting with a difference this week. We find ourselves right now in a most unique time here in the United Kingdom. In the past week or so, much that we had got used to and lived with all our lives seems to have been turned on its head with the passing of our dear Queen Elizabeth II. Seventy years on the throne of our country was an amazing achievement, and it seems so recently that we celebrated with her that landmark. This evening I've been asked to put together a reflective time to mark this monumental event, and in preparation for the Queen's funeral which is scheduled to take place the day after this meeting is first broadcast on Sunday, September the 18th, 2022. We will still have Salvation Army music and songs, of course, but there will be no doubting the themes that run through this time that we spend together. So please join me now as we listen to what God has to say to us all at this particular time. I'm indebted to my dear friend Janine Reader, who's kindly read and recorded many faith-related quotes that were made by Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. They are an integral part of this meeting, and they've been placed between musical items as appropriate. Thank you, Janine. It has been well reported that on her 21st birthday, the young Princess Elizabeth famously pledged her future to the people of the Commonwealth and to her duty to God. What song can better reflect that intention than I vow to thee my country, with the words by Cecil Spring Rice set to the beautiful music of Holst. I vow to thee, my country, all earthly things above, entire and whole and perfect, the service of my love, the love that asks no questions, the love that stands the test, that lays upon the altar the dearest and the best. And there's another country I've heard of long ago, most dear to them that love her, most great to them that know. And soul by soul and silently her shining bounds increase. And her ways are ways of gentleness. And all her paths are peace. Well, that song isn't in our Salvation Army songbook, of course. But the music is in our general series publication. And it's played for us here by the International Staff Band. I vow to thee, my country.
Dame Evelyn Glenny, the world-famous percussionist who overcame profound deafness to rise to the top of her profession, wrote a beautiful piece of music some years ago, which she titled A Simple Prayer. As we listen to this piece now, played for us by the Portsmouth Citadel Band, perhaps we can thank God for the devotion shown by our late Queen to her people and to her Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. A little prayer. Keeping in touch with God is very much part of a Christian's life. We do it through prayer, of course, but also by sharing every part of our everyday lives in communion with him. This divine communion is beautifully reflected in the selection of the same name by Bandmaster Arthur Gulledge. 
It features the songs Sweet Will of God, something which we all, as Christians, must surrender to, Holy Spirit, Faithful Guide, and firstly, Sidney Cox's beautiful song of surrender, All There Is of Me.
There have been times in my life, as I'm sure there have been in yours, when the reality of that word all becomes very hard to sing. Whether in all there is of me, or I surrender all, or indeed in the next song which we're going to hear, sensitively played on the piano for us by Len Ballantyne. All my days and all my hours, all my will and all my powers, all the passion of my soul, not a fragment, but the whole shall be thine, dear Lord, shall be thine, dear Lord. I'm absolutely sure there must have been times in all our lives when that all has been harder to part with than others. And I'm also sure it must have been the same for Her Majesty. But thank God for his grace, his endless strength, support and patience with us all when we're finding it too hard to go on. And for his wonderful grace to accept us, forgive us, restore us and use us again in his service when we fail him. There's often a tendency in our human nature to allow ourselves, at times like this, to fall into what one might call a pit of holy despair or sadness. But, you know, that loses sight of the glorious promise of the life to come, with God in heaven for eternity. I think we can be less prone to this as members of the Salvation Army, for as we all know, no salvationist ever passes away, but we are promoted to glory. And I have no doubts at all that our wonderful friend, monarch and fellow soldier of God, Queen Elizabeth, has herself 
being well and truly now promoted to her home in glory. I was remembering recently my very first Salvation Army funeral. I was just a child at the time, but I was amazed by the clapping during the bright songs the timbrels waving and marching with the band, not only to the cemetery, but right up to the graveside in single file before the burial. And it's the children who are going to remind us of all that this evening, as the Sunbury Junior Singers testify, when the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. There will now follow an unbroken sequence of music that is, following on from that last item, looking forward to our homes in heaven. These musical items will be punctuated by quotes that Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II said herself over the years, but read for us here, as I said earlier, by Janine Reader.
Throughout my life, the message and teachings of Christ have been my guide, and in them I find hope. It is my heartfelt prayer that you will continue to be sustained by your faith in times of trial and encouraged by hope in times of despair. When life seems hard, the courageous do not lie down and accept defeat. Instead, they are all the more determined to struggle for a better future. Our modern world places such heavy demands on our time and attention that the need to remember our responsibilities to others is greater than ever.
throughout my life, the message and teachings of Christ have been my guide, and in them I find hope. It is my heartfelt prayer that you will continue to be sustained by your faith in times of trial and encouraged by hope in times of despair. When life seems hard, the courageous do not lie down and accept defeat. Instead, they are all the more determined to struggle for a better future. Our modern world places such heavy demands on our time and attention that the need to remember our responsibilities to others is greater than ever. Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, is an inspiration and an anchor in my life. A role model of reconciliation and forgiveness, he stretched out his hands in love, acceptance and healing. Christ's example has taught me to seek, to respect and value all people of whatever faith or none.
none of us can slow the passage of time. And while we often focus on all that has changed in the intervening years, much remains unchanged, including the Gospel of Christ and his teachings. Each day is a new beginning. I know that the only way to live my life is to try to do what is right, to take the long view, to give of my best in all that the day brings, and to put my trust in God. Over the years, those who have seemed to me to be the most happy, contented and fulfilled have always been the people who have lived the most outgoing and unselfish lives. Ask to fly from me. 
remain very grateful to you for your prayers and to God for his steadfast love. I have indeed seen his faithfulness. It is true that the world has had to confront moments of darkness this year. But the Gospel of John contains a verse of great hope, often read at Christmas carol services. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Despite being displaced and persecuted throughout his short life, Christ's unchanging message was not one of revenge or violence, but simply that we should love one another.
This is the time of year when we remember that God sent his only son to serve, not to be served. He restored love and service to the centre of our lives in the person of Jesus Christ. It is my prayer this Christmas day that his example and teaching will continue to bring people together to give the best of themselves in the service of others. The carol in the bleak midwinter ends by asking a question of all of us who know the Christmas story, of how God gave himself to us in humble service. What can I give him, poor as I am? If I were a shepherd, I would bring a lamb. If I were a wise man, I would do my part. The cow gives the answer. Yet what I can, I give him, give my heart.
We heard there the massed songsters singing Howard Davis, His Infinite Grace. Albert Avery singing In God's Tomorrow. The Upper Norwood Band and My Home is in Heaven. Richard Phillips playing One Life to Live. Bobby Irvin singing Keith Griffin's sublime setting of O oh, Love That Wilt Not Let Me Go. Barry Gott and the Pasadena Temple Band with The Old Rugged Cross. The Upper Norwood Songsters singing Beyond the Sunset. And the Hendon Band with the central movement of Bill Himes to the Chief Musician. Going back to earlier in the meeting, there was a focus on the word all. All my days and all my hours, all there is of me. And we just heard Evangeline Booth's wonderful, I bring thee all. Giving our all to God is an important part of being a Christian. And not holding back in a world in which speaking God's truth is not always politically correct or even acceptable in some aspects of modern society does create problems from time to time. I find that there is a wonderful parallel between the Queen offering her all to the people under her duty of care and she and our surrender of ourselves to the service of God. Now, as the Queen's lifetime of service has ended, it's good for us to think of her as being with her Lord in heaven. Truly promoted to glory, as I said earlier. What I particularly admired about the Queen, more and more as I got older, and my own Christian experience deepened, was her forthrightness in talking about God, about her own relationship with Jesus and the way that it had and always did impact on her personal life. Even better, I found, was the way that she encouraged others who may not have had that same experience to find it for themselves. And I've often said in recent years that her Christmas Day speech was, in many ways, the best sermon of the year. How strange it must have been for the Queen to be a person that was expected to wear all the fine robes and trimmings of royalty, to be bowed to and curtsied to every day by virtually everyone that she met, and for her to suddenly find herself in her private devotions kneeling at the foot of the cross, at Jesus' feet, and feeling, possibly for the only times in her life, as if she were just an ordinary person, a mere human being, one of the souls indeed that Jesus' sacrifice brought to redemption just like all his other children. And I think the one piece that I've read several times over the past week was that the Queen had so wished for Christ's return during her own lifetime. 
not so that she could greet him as an important person, a friend, an equal, or even just as another spectacular event in her always spectacular lifetime. But Queen Elizabeth II wanted to meet Jesus so that she could kneel before him and lay her royal crown at the feet of the King of Kings. Wow! What a vision that is to imagine. And it really brought to life for me the words of a song that I've been singing all my life. Charles Wesley's great hymn, Love Divine. And of course those lines changed from glory into glory till in heaven we take our place. Till we cast our crowns before thee, lost in wonder, love and praise. How amazing. And now, for Her Majesty, that has come to pass. And we that remain still have that to look forward to when our time to meet the Lord comes. Friends, I do pray that you are ready. Sarah and I read in our devotions just this week the passage from Thessalonians in which Paul reminds the church that it won't be with a blast of trumpets that he comes. There'll be no air raid sirens giving us ten minutes warning. He will come as a thief in the night, like a silent burglar. And I'd hate to think that anyone that I might have helped understand God better might ever be amongst those who are not ready when he comes or calls. I know that our Queen did as much as she was able to to encourage millions of people worldwide to make sure that they were prepared, as she testified so often that she was. And so I give thanks for the life and service of our Queen, and I commend to you all her willingness to share her faith and desire for us that we should live our whole lives with and for him. I believe that she had that peace of heart that comes from knowing absolutely her Lord. And as we listen to Major Leslie Condon's beautiful music of that same title, let us share that peace in the sure and certain knowledge that if we take the name of Jesus with us, there truly will be no sorrow in God's tomorrow.
We used to ask the question many years ago, shall you, shall I, see Jesus by and by? I can also remember Salvationist friends greeting each other on a Sunday with the direct question, how's your soul? Well, these may seem like relics of an older time now, but these examples are not a million miles away from my thoughts towards my listeners this evening. Are you ready? Walking along the road of life with Jesus by our side is a truly wonderful experience. Whether we walk through the valley or on a mountain top, how wonderful it is to walk with God. And we know that when our life's journey is over, isn't it comforting to have the blessed assurance that one day the angels will stand on that hallelujah strand and sing us a welcome home. Songs on the Golden Road
Hallelujah. And I pray that you can, like me, testify to the reality that by the grace of God, I will be there. reflected this evening on the life and service of your great servant Queen Elizabeth II, may we follow her lead in living our lives close to you, in the knowledge, as the children often sing, that if I love him, when I die he will take me home on high. Yes, Jesus, you do love us all, and we offer you our hearts, lives, and our love in return. Bless us all today, tomorrow, and always. Amen. And as we reflect on all that we have heard this evening, two more pieces of music. Firstly, from the three sopranos, and then, once again, from the International Staff Band.
Turn.